What up? Yes, I'm still saying what up. It's Alex, the ball god, here. Another episode, everybody asks. Um, you ask questions or look for advice on music business things, creative things, hot topics. Um, not gossipy. I don't talk about gossip here. But things that will help you uh, move forward in your career as a business person, as an artist, as a creative, whatever the fuck. Um, Court Dunn, right behind me. What up? Um, or the camera. What up? <laughs> uh, we also got Brandon, who's our intern. What's up? He's over there, also behind the camera. He's Facebook living this. From now on, when we record this, we're also going to go on live. So if you have questions, we're going to pick a day and time. Every week, we'll shoot it, let you guys know. You can hop in there, get some additional questions in the mix that don't make the comment section. Yo, can you explain the podcast versus the uh, Oh, and this is now officially up on SoundCloud as a podcast. So you can get the full length of Everybody Asks on SoundCloud. Um, And what we're going to do on YouTube is literally divide every answer so that way you don't have to sit through a 15-minute video. You can get a two-minute video to get the answer that you want. Um, and you can utilize YouTube's great search technology to, to find the answers to the questions that you need. So, yeah. You want to go into the questions? Let's go into the questions. All right, these it. are all um, anonymous today. came from an anonymous source. We're not going to say who it is. Okay. First one, what is the craziest experience you've had in the music industry? Um, the craziest experience... Uh, I mean, I've had a lot of crazy experiences. Um, it, it's too, it's definitely too, uh, there's definitely too many to count. The one thing I'd say is, and this isn't like a specific experience, because I can find a way to get into other experiences, the, or, or I can find a way to give out the individual experiences at another time. Um, but I will say that when you hang out with, like, old rappers, like, had huge moments in their career and now are basically retired and kicking it at home, you know, and and just having fun with life, they give you the craziest experiences you'll ever have. You'll do the wildest shit with them. You want to shout out a particular artist? Nope. Wow. I don't do gossip. Teaser. We have a question here, by the way. All right, let's go. Uh, let's Facebook Live. Let's name? get a question. What's, What's their name? name? So Austin Goldman wants to know, how much of a role do you see AR and VR playing in music slash brand partnerships? Austin Goldman. Love the question. I'm going to talk to this camera, though, Austin. I'm sorry. This is, this is getting confusing. Um, the question is, how much do I see a, a role AR, VR playing in brand partnerships? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be huge. VR... Brands will create their own world for people. It, it, you will literally get a Miller Lite theme park. You know what I mean? That's not a great idea. But you will get, like, like Budweiser basically is the face of, of baseball, right? World Series. They, they run ads all the time. Now, Budweiser is going to uh, connect with the MLB and give you virtual reality behind front row seats 
to watch um, the World Series like you were there. That's crazy. Brands are going to uh, – it's going to be a huge opportunity. AR – AR is going to be a little bit different. I, I think where AR is headed is we're getting rid of anything hardware. So phones, um, computers, televisions, all that is going to go out the window. It's all going to be virtual and, and built into your augmented reality setup. Um, I had a chance to play with the Microsoft HoloLens like a year or so ago, and that's basically what it is already. Um but brands will find a way. I think, you know, I've been thinking a lot about um, if there's a movie Maniac that's on Netflix right now with Jonah Hill. And basically in the movie, you can pay for things by watching ads. Um, and then somebody said that advertising is tax on the poor. Forgot what who said that. And I've been thinking about that concept a lot lately. And I think with AR, what's going to end up happening is is that... Um, in order to cover costs for certain things, you're going to get served a ton of advertising that nobody else is. That's the advertiser question. Next question. Any more for me? Uh, none right now. All right. All right, we're going back to anonymous questions. Are all the physical sales that are taking place in the music industry right now the result of the vinyl revival? No, it's, no. People buy physical albums. They buy tapes, CDs. No. <laughs> to the next question. <laughs> Do music magazines matter anymore? 100%. 100%. Um, I think a... Shit. I think, a, I think one, if you own copies like vintage copies of like big rap magazines i think we're going to get to a point where they're going to be collectible like if you own like a real first edition pressing of the double xl with 50 cent dr dre and eminem on the cover or if you own um uh, I, I i can't think of another one if you own something like that and 30 years from now that's going to be a collectible Hundred um, percent. If you got it autographed, even more. It's going to be hugely important. Um, but the reason why in twenty eighteen uh, magazine companies, they're really media companies, are important is because they're helping you know craft the narrative to a large amount of people, um, depending on how big their audience is, of who your artist is and and what they bring to the table, you know what I mean? I think we're heading in, in the media landscape, we're heading to a place where it's more about like pundits and more about, you know, opinion giving than just opinion giving on hot topics in the moment versus albums or, or things like that. But there's places for that too. Um, and, and I actually think that it's getting better over time because you have to be consistent. Um, so, yeah, the, it's super important. Any more questions over there? Uh, none right now, but Austin said thanks for answering. Back Hi. to intern tasks. Next one up, Reddit. 
need clarification on recording cover songs. I've been interested in recording a few cover songs for a while now, but I want to make sure I go about it the right way to avoid copyright infringement and other legal trouble. Do you have any suggestions for somebody who wants to do cover songs? You got to get it approved. Like, the, the best way I'd say to do covers is... A, this is, all right, so there's the legal way, and then, you know, the legal way is you got to get it covered. Like, it's got to be cleared by the publisher and by, you know, the labels and the artists. That's highly unrealistic for a new artist. So, you got to make it your own. Don't use the original beat. Um, use production that's new. You have to use original uh, production. And, um, you know, maybe even change the BPM up. You know, turn like a really turned up song into a ballad. Um, those are things that, A, I think um, help not trigger YouTube's back end to flag you. And then, you know, the fingerprint doesn't necessarily register that as because it would be an original, I guess. The other side is, and that totally may not be true by the way but I, I've, that's how I've seen it get done on YouTube. The other side of it is is it makes it you know your own moment I think people who do covers and just literally sing the song the way the song is sung is not great I think that the, the best people that do covers make the song their own every single time. Alright so you do marketing. What's the uh, greatest marketing campaign any musicians ever utilized? The greatest marketing yeah. campaign. Any, is it something that inspires you? The the biggest. All right. I, I don't know if this is. I was young. So I don't know like the real truth of what happened. 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying campaign was something that early on made me want to be um, in the music business. It was the first time that it ever. It was like 2003. It was the first time that it ever like connected with me about how important storytelling was because everybody knew 50 Cent's story down to like the smallest details and it wasn't hard to find like it was everywhere um, and it made you invested in the music um, and then the music was great his was a big one I think I think Bryson Tiller, actually, um, a couple years ago, uh, kind of shifted the paradigm when he did the Trap Soul project and, and he dropped Don't. Um, it shifted, him and, him and Post Malone, shifted the way SoundCloud was utilized um, with, you know, repost campaigns and influencer marketing. Like, that was stuff that was definitely ahead of the current space. And then you, and then the other one is is Wiz and and um what Benji and Artie did um with touring and social media marketing and um you know really hand-to-hand -hand combat marketing, building a fan a day, grassroots treating it in like, the Wiz Rostrum Records game plan is now the way that every indie label wants to be. And half of them don't even give them credit. Those are the three off the top of my head.
And then they did it with Mac too. Those are the three. Question Brand similar to the first question. Yeah. I think this might be the last question. You yeah. have to answer this. Okay. You can't weasel your way out of this question. Okay. What was your most memorable drinking experience with an artist or executive? My most memorable drinking experience? You don't got to name names, I don't think, unless you want to. My most memorable drinking experience? Could be your barbecue. No. <laughs> with a with an executive or or an artist, I think. Yeah, artist or executive. This isn't one experience. This is a group of them. But like and this isn't my most memorable, but I was just thinking about it. I literally would wake up and I worked I was when I was living in Atlanta at FKI Studio. I would wake up and just be drunk all day. I don't know how I got anywhere in life. <laughs> That's it. So how have you been able to get somewhere in life after live after being able to do that? What's the what's the secret? I mean, I just I just had I wanted to get done. You know what I mean? At a certain point I realized that like partying is not working and I really for years thought that was part of the job I wrote a whole medium article about this can we squeeze in actually a question from yeah so Tashim said uh, what do we do slash artists do to really get that impact on streaming services with a minimal budget okay the the first thing you got to do is you got to know who your champions are um I'm assuming by impact you mean like actual streaming numbers, right? Um, you need to, it, it's not a budget thing. It's about um, knowing who your true fans that are going to back you up are and creating moments for them to have them talk and amplify for you. So if you're starting with, Z, if you've never put a song on Spotify, it goes back to something we talked about in an earlier episode. Your friends and family, people around you, share the music with them before you put it on Spotify and ask them, give them something that's so dope and unique. It could even be targeted to each one of them. Like, create a video for each one of them and have them put it up and, and, and have them quote unquote premiere it. But doing those things will help amplify the conversation around you. And then driving that back to a streaming platform will help boost your numbers. Um, the other thing is just advertising. You know, if you do want to spend money, create targeted advertising with really, really dope content that speaks to who you think your fans are going to be and have them click through and, and go on that fan journey. All right. Um, what, what did you learn today? What I learned is this. We're going to get this Facebook Live, right? We're going to figure out an exact time. We should even maybe even do it on YouTube. Whatever. We're going to get this right. The live, the live situation, I, I appreciate everybody that's in there. How many people? We have four right now. Four people. I appreciate all four people that, that uh, watched this thing. Um, do me a favor if you watched it. Tweet me. At the ball god, I want to like at you and, and talk to you and thank you, um, and get your feedback on how the live went. But yeah, we're gonna get the live right. 
Um, we're going to pick an exact time, an exact day to shoot these every week. So that way, people know. They know when to tune in. It's there. It's set up. Boom. Um, and then the other thing I realized th- that I learned today is that um, I ramble a lot about and I get lost in tangents. And I'm going to get a little bit more direct next episode. So, cool. Um Thank you, everybody on the Facebook Live. Thank you, anybody that's listening to this on SoundCloud. Um, thank you, everybody that watches these clips on YouTube. Really, really appreciate it. Again, you can get the full thing on SoundCloud. You can get the clips, uh, every single answer individually clipped out on YouTube. You can participate live in the Facebook Live. Um, yeah, sameplate.co has all of our information, all of our socials. Um, I'm the ball god, Alex. It's my real name. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, see you next week. Yeah.